Okay. Do you take selfies in public? I would be embarrassed to take a selfie knowing that everybody can see me take a selfie. I love it. I will not take a selfie in public by myself. You look awkward when you're taking a selfie. Generally, I find that alcohol helps. But it's always worth it if you do end up doing it. When I actually pose and smile, that's so embarrassing in public. I love taking pictures of other people taking selfies. And then I take accidental selfies in public. I don't mind selfie videos. I would say that the front camera is becoming as important as the rear camera on folks. I actually took a selfie on the train this morning because this woman was standing so close to me that her hair was like in my mouth. People were taking selfie photo shoots on the beach. We once took a selfie in front of Allegra's sister to confirm that it was Allegra's <laughs> sister. Good to oh, get through. Really good. I think it's embarrassing. Do you really go and do this right here? Yes, I am. Do you guys want to see the picture? Yes. Welcome to Why'd You Push That Button, a show where Caitlin Tiffany, that's me, and Ashley Carmen. Hello. Talk about all of the decisions that technology forces us to make. Today, we're talking about Selfies. Selfies in public. Selfies in public, yes. A very specific tough genre. thing we all have to deal with. Yeah, we're gonna we're really gonna get into the into the muck, get all the way down. We're going so deep <laughs> on selfies. <laughs> so I'm gonna assume everyone has taken a selfie who listens to this podcast, but maybe not. For those of you who aren't aware, obviously a selfie is a picture you take of yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do think it tends to be a private action, something you probably, at least I do in bed or like when I'm getting ready or something like as a communicate, a form of communication with friends. Mm -hmm. But there's also selfies where you like make your entire brand selfies. Like you look beautiful. So you post a picture of yourself being like, I look good today on Instagram. Then there's the public selfie where you maybe are either out. I don't think clubs really count because no one notices you taking a a picture in the club. Clubs are important to me, but we don't need to talk about it. You could be on the train. You could be on the street. You could be at a in landmark. Nature. Yeah, in nature, landmarks. And you don't want to ask someone else to take your picture, so you take a selfie. And it could be with a selfie stick. Right. And yeah. if you've ever seen someone take a selfie in public, maybe you've thought to yourself, what's going on there? The thing about like this episode that I'm really excited to dig into is that I have seen people take selfies in public, and I've never been like, oh, I'm embarrassed for you. Because, like, whatever, live your life. But I would be so embarrassed to be seen doing it which is also just like a product of my generalized anxiety there's like lots of things i'd be embarrassed to be well, seen do you, doing that you don't are totally really take normal. photos like selfies do you i don't think i've ever gotten a selfie from you i do not really take so once in a, i mean the thing is like we've talked about this before i have pancake face a, oh god a, damn it it's so true I she mean, does not have a pancake face in all photos one like caitlin has the it, most beautiful <laughs> bone structure of anyone in this office no when you take a photo of me my bones disappear and then it's just like maybe a you flat just need to learn pancake. how to contour oh my god you specifically told me not to learn how to contour because then i would quote never feel pretty again without <laughs> it but if you have a pancake face Contour can work wonders. Well, anyway, (laughs) how do you feel about selfies? I love selfies. I have actually reported on selfies quite a bit for The Verge. I reviewed a selfie phone. I'm all up on the selfie makeup type apps. I love selfies. I think they're great. I take a lot of selfies, and we can talk about that more later, too. But it's true that whenever I take a selfie in public, I feel terrible. I hate it. I don't do it. I really don't. I feel embarrassed for myself. If I see someone else taking a selfie, I don't feel embarrassed, but sometimes I just kind of like laugh to myself like, they're taking a selfie. I guess it depends on what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they're making a silly face, I I just am embarrassed when someone has their front facing camera open on the train and is just checking themselves out. It would be like if they're using a compact mirror, but instead of a compact mirror, they're using their phone. Oh. And for some reason, whenever I see people doing that, I'm just like, like, I mean, I I stare at myself in the window of the train the entire time. I accept that. But like something about the front facing camera holding it up on the train. (laughs) 
no Fs given. <laughs> just checking themselves out. Or when they take tons over and over again. Yeah. And you can tell they're trying to get that perfect shot. And it's like, girl, you're on the subway. <laughs> my my thing is, if you look good on the subway, if you look good in a selfie on the subway train, you have, I don't know, the face of an angel. <laughs> because no human on this earth looks good in those subway lights. I love selfies mostly because I love our girl Kim K. I think she's like... Wow, we haven't even talked about her book. I know. She's stunning inside and out. And I think like when her book of selfies came out, somebody said, I can't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted like, I think it will actually be like really important art if Kim Kardashian continues photographing herself naked until she's 80. And was, that's so true. Like that's true. That's yeah, true to me. I wonder if she will. I hope so. There's this real life essay, which is like quoted in a book that we're going to talk about in a little bit, where someone says like, Kim Kardashian is the only person who's figured out how to make a fortune off like the hours and hours of emotional and cosmetic labor that women are just expected to do for free. Mm-hmm. So I love her and I love her selfies. And she's normalized selfies, I think. Mm-hmm. Like when that book came out, culture was different. I don't know what year that was. It was probably it was like 2014. Yeah, I was going to say, I think 2014-ish. Culture really was different then. I mean, yeah. phones have improved since then. So the front-facing camera has continuously gotten better. Yeah, Snapchat was not as big then. Right, but right. she changed the conversation around selfies. And for that, Kim, we love you. I love her for almost every I reason. I mean, we're obsessed with Kim Kardashian here. So we're curious about why we feel weird taking selfies in public, but also why other people feel the need to care. Yeah. So I spoke to Alicia Allaire, Hello. author of Selfie Generation, which is essentially what it sounds like. It's a book about the selfie generation, which is us, you and me, me and Ash. You know, I'm noticing that there's like constant news about the selfie, which is really pretty fascinating because I remember like taking so many of those. And I think it's like a normal experience for a lot of people, especially a lot of women, queer people. So I asked her about like why she was interested in selfies. And so she kind of told the history Unknowingly, the book began when I was a teenager and, you know, actively taking a lot of photos of myself. And it was sort of a way for me to try to understand, like, how I appeared in relation to others. And I was I was trying to understand sort of how the kind of the gender, the idea of my gender that I had in my head didn't really match up with how it was being read. And then we talked about this thing in her book where she's saying that part of the reason that people get stressed when they see someone taking a selfie in public is because... It's this sort of weird juxtaposition of being able to see people having this, like, moment that is intimate, but it's in a public setting. Taking a selfie is, like, this act of self-reliance. Like, you're in your own universe. It's you taking the photo. There's a sort of shaming of, like, you're, like, taking out your phone to do something in a public setting. Like, you're blocking out the world around you and you're disconnected and you're living in your phone. You're seen as being antisocial, but, like, photography is not a social behavior inherently. It just was because of, you know, that's how it was. Yeah, technology limited you in that. Well, I mean, self-portraiture existed. Right, of course. But it was not. It was a setup. It was a rig or, like, a reflection in a mirror or whatever. It wasn't. Literally, let me just take out the thing I have on me all, at all times and t- take a photo whenever I want. Yeah. My favorite example from her book was she was talking about this like pretty infamous thing that happened in the summer of 2015 where there were these girls at a baseball game. person on the announcement told them to take selfies and then made fun of them. Look at the one on the right. Do you have to make faces when you take selfies? Wait, one more now. Oh, there you go. Zoomed in, I made fun that. of them. On one hand, like fascinating, like, oh, wow, like people being together and like, you know, just the way that straight men sort of, there's like a fetishization of teen girls and the teen 
girl body and but then there's like a voyeurism which you know I think about in terms of the pornography and just endless centuries of you know men painting women in our history like all of that so there's like a fascination but then because they're not in the scene like there's nothing to do with them like it could go on endlessly without them and I think that really goes back to the idea of like you know those men were not needed in that situation and that's intimidating well um, we also have a recent example of selfies in the media selfie kid from the oh, super bowl I, I don't think i can get into selfie kid we don't need to get into it i'm just pointing out that selfies in public still break into the public narrative yeah there's a whole chapter in this book about the selfie news cycle the selfie news would range from like really intense op-eds about like the end of the world and narcissism and millennials suck to like here's a cute cat selfie <laughs> I swear this is not an ad spot for the book, but it was very interesting. This is another one of those examples where Caitlin and I, yet again, are amazed that other people care about the same things that we do. Yeah. So she talked a little bit about that story, and then she also told a story about taking a selfie in public with one of her friends in front of a waterfall. So we took a couple selfies, looked super cute, and then I was starting to feel a little anxious, like, oh, I bet people are probably judging us. Like, cool, okay. And some, like, hot guy walked by, and I was like, let's ask him to take a photo of us. So I handed him my phone. And he took some photos and they were awful. We looked so bad. And I was like, I can't believe that's the trade-off. Like, I didn't feel any sort of sense of judgment from others. The photos sucked and we had to delete them. We only kept the selfies. (laughs) And then she told a story that I loved about how she was taking selfies with a friend explicitly with the purpose of getting somebody else in the background. We were trying to get a photo of this girl for our friend, see if we could set them up. But it would have been super weird to be like, hey, can we just take your picture? (laughs) So it's a selfie as a reconnaissance weapon. It it was interesting because I did feel this sense of anxiety, like, oh no, like, I'll probably be judged, you know, look at these girls, they're like at the party, but rather than being at the party, they're just taking selfies and, you know, not being here, even though, like, you can be here and take a moment to take a break, take a selfie. I've done that. Most recently I did that in LA, except that I had my friend take my photo. I was like, pretend to take my photo with the celebrity in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Well, so I talked to someone who is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. No selfies, yeah. Just because I did feel, you know, we need to talk to someone who doesn't care about selfies. I'm not interested in taking them. I'm not interested in seeing other people. Right, yeah. Give them a voice. She has an opinion, but she doesn't really care about them. I mean, she doesn't have an angry misogynist opinion, so I'm willing to hear it out. (laughs) I don't know. I find the practice, like, pretty boring and just, like, kind of try-hardy. So, Julia Rubin, she works at Rack. She doesn't take any photos of herself as far as selfies go, and she doesn't she basically doesn't allow anyone to take photos of her with their camera. I I mean, there aren't like many photos of me in existence, period. That's a separate issue. She just doesn't like photographs. Let's put it like that. But she particularly takes issues with selfies because I think she's tried to take a selfie. That was the Google whatever. The like art thing. You took a selfie for the art. I did and it felt super weird. Mm. Like arguably dumb. Like she's like pancake face or something else? It's not pancake face because pancake face sounds like a very unique problem to you but <laughs> I think it goes back to like duck face oh my god the faces the faces the posing it's so embarrassing okay which okay. duck face I think that's if, out of fashion but okay I'm, yeah but this is just an example like, I, I feel like someone did point this out once I don't remember where I saw it but it was just like if you actually really closely look at selfies 
Everyone does make really dumb faces. There is a person who I went down a really deep rabbit hole of, and oh my god, her grid is like literally all selfies, and it's so embarrassing, and it's all the same face, and then I'm like, I need to talk about this with people who we have like mutual friends with. Like, why does she do this? What is this face? Like, what? Like, it's so weird to me. It just makes her uncomfortable. Okay, okay. But Um, I admire Julia because it's crazy to me that she has no photos of herself. And I checked her phone. Okay, also, just so like yeah, scroll. Screenshots of text. Yeah, it's, my mom and dad got me a ring for my birthday. So, so I so it's a picture of my hand being like, "Mom, look, it came in the mail." And it's true. Her gallery has nothing in it. It was weird. I was like, "What do you take pictures of? Nothing." All right, so that's Julia's take. Hates selfies. Hates photos. Bada bing, bada boom. Just wanted to try that out, see how it felt. Okay. <laughs> uh, now we're going to take it to an expert. Caitlin? Yeah, we are. We're going to talk to Professor Sarah Diefenbach. She works at the University of Munich in Germany as a professor of market and consumer psychology. And she wrote a paper called The Selfie Paradox. It was just published like one month ago. Wow. Um, Fresh off the press. Yeah, hot off the press. Anyway, we'll be right back. We're going to talk to Sarah about the selfie paradox, which, you know, I'm not going to explain here because I want it to be a cliffhanger. We'll see you in a sec. BRB. Hey, it's Tom Warren, senior editor at The Verge here. Microsoft is in an era-defining moment. It's betting on AI as the future of work, its Xbox business is going through transformational changes, and the Mac versus PC war is about to be back on. So I'm launching a newsletter called Notepad. It will be your inside guide to all those changes and beyond, from details on the next Xbox to that one time every Microsoft employee named Michael appeared on a mysterious email list. Whatever is happening at Microsoft, you'll be able to read about it first in Notepad every Thursday. Go subscribe now at theverge.com forward slash notepad. Cool. So we are here with Professor Sarah Diefenbach. What we're talking about today is like, why do people take selfies in public and why do other people feel embarrassed for them when they see it? I Um, feel embarrassed when I take selfies in public too, as a selfie taker. So I feel like everyone feels embarrassed all around, even though we feel like we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what we term the the selfie paradox, it's more like the the ambivalent attitude towards selfies so that everybody is taking them, but also feeling embarrassed a bit. And yeah, we put some empirical data to this. So for example, we asked uh, people whether they like selfies or whether they would wish for more or less selfies in social media. And here we had really the majority, so over 80%, who said uh, they wish for less selfies in social media. But at the same time, we found that nearly everybody is contributing. And yeah, 77% were um, reporting they are regularly taking selfies. So this was a first interesting finding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's also what we then had in the title so everybody's taking them but nobody seems to like them and uh, so in the next step 
Uh, what our research explores are the possible reasons behind this, uh, psychological needs and mechanisms. And there we, we had this interesting finding that people rated others' selfies as very self-presentational, so they saw this kind of narcissistic attitude in it, but fewer did so for their own selfies. So on the contrary, people rated their own selfies as quite yeah, self-ironic. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a first interesting finding that when you are making and posting a selfies, the impression you make on others might be quite different from what you think it is and what you think is funny and could be a joke and making fun of yourself could appear quite uh, self-presentational on others. So in the paper, you mentioned that that some that people were able to like justify taking selfies. Mm -hmm. Could you explain that a little bit more? Like the the ways that we justify it to ourselves? Because that like to me, if I was going to take a selfie in public, I would definitely have to walk myself through this thought process of like, well, everyone does it. It's okay. I want a record of me being in this place, like blah, blah, blah. Like I would have to list off so many reasons before I could possibly do that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I think this, what you're um, reporting, it, it also shows some of this ambivalent character of selfies, because on, on the one side, we are well aware that it's a kind of self-presentational issue. And we also found that it uh, definitely fulfills um, self-presentational needs, because uh, people who are very prone to particular self-presentation strategies in general, like um, showing their emotions or highlighting their personal strengths. They were also the more popular selfie takers. <laughs> but on the other hand, you feel that uh, you need some justification for it. So some popular justifications are, for example, documenting what is happening, giving others, because normally you're also posting a selfie and giving others insights in your life, sharing your emotions feeling connected to others, to your friends and family, or also, like I mentioned, this self-ironic aspect. So, well, it's just a, a little joke and I will bring a smile to, to others' faces, <laughs> so see my selfie. Yeah, I think that's why sometimes when I see people who take selfies and take it really seriously, like they post it on their Instagram and they're like, mm -hmm. the caption is not at all a joke. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like real. Like, they're like... <laughs> I don't even know. Like, like a really serious today. song lyric. Just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I do feel funny when I see people doing that. But I, don't, I wonder how they're justifying it. Just like, I look good today. Maybe that's it. Maybe they just want to justify it. They're justifying, mm -hmm. like, I just look good and I want to tell people I look good. Yeah. yeah. I was reading this book. She quoted another professor who was like, you know, people say that people who take selfies are narcissists. But that's just like insane because like if you were going to say someone who takes a selfie is a narcissist then we have to declare like every person under the age of 30 a clinical <laughs> narcissist mm -hmm. like there has to be other reasons right than of, like an actual yeah, mental problem i think uh, yeah you also shouldn't blame the selfies for for this uh, phenomenon because it's just one way of self-presentation and i think it's in some way uh, a natural thing. People want attention and they always wanted attention and it's a natural need also to get some um, yeah, confirmation by others. So I think it would be too easy to say it, it's just this uh, narcissistic thing, thing for everybody. It, what we also wrote in the paper is that maybe it's part of the magic of selfies that they have this uh, ambiguous um, character and that 
you can see it as a really narcissistic thing and only from the self-presentation angle, but you also can see it as a new form of art or, uh, yeah, really telling others something about yourself. And there are also some authors who really uh, highlight this more arty uh, interpretation. So you didn't touch on this in your paper, but I'm curious if you have thoughts just as like someone who thinks about selfies a lot, if there's a difference between like the feeling of taking a selfie in the privacy of your home versus like taking a selfie in public where somebody might see you. <laughs> I, I think there definitely is. I mean, we, we don't have exact research on this, but of course, when when you're in your home and I mean, nobody will see also how many selfies you made before you post the perfect one mm -hmm. or things like this. And when it's in uh, public, uh, I think, this self-presentational facet will be more obvious. So my feeling would be that for people, it's a higher barrier to take selfies in public than in private. But at the same time, what we found is that taking selfies has become already so popular and so widespread that people see it more or less as normal. And what also is a critical aspect is that they are often destroying the moment for others. So when, when you're, for example, at a nice place or a building or something, that this technology comes first, taking a selfie comes first, and that everything is centered, taking the perfect picture. And no matter if you destroy the, the view or are in the way against others. Well, also in your paper, I think like the most interesting thing to me was you were talking about like people have this like, quote unquote, like distanced attitude towards selfies where they don't really feel good about taking them. They don't really have a craving to see them. But like the way that you like if I continue taking selfies, even if I'm doing it ironically or engaging in the like classic selfie poses, ironically, my selfie still has the effect of escalating other people's selfie behaviors. Like it's kind of just like spiraling out of control. Like we can't, mm -hmm. we can't undo mm -hmm. it or whatever. Yeah. But, but I think, yeah, this is exactly how, how the story goes. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we found when we asked people about the um, perceived consequences of selfies, so also for the society and uh, yeah, are they promoting illusionary world or what also many people um, pronounce is that selfies are also a threat to self-esteem because in some cases you may post a selfie and you are hoping for many likes <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're getting uh, negative comments to it and so in a reflective way people really saw more negative than positive consequences of selfies or so these at is more severe, but it seems that they don't see themselves as part of this. They really take a distance attitude and say, but this is what happens to the world and all the crazy people around me. They are, uh, yeah, have fallen victim to the selfie history. But um, for me, it's just from time to time and as a joke and uh, I, I can handle it. <laughs> and if everybody thinks like this, then uh, yeah, we, we see the result <laughs> as it is. <laughs> So do you think in the future, I mean, selfies aren't new, this isn't a new phenomenon, but do you think in the future, I guess, as generations who grew up just with selfies as a daily part of their lives, like, do you think that these attitudes could change or do you feel like this is just something that humans are going to think till the end of time about selfies. <laughs> I think that it might go back a little bit because some years it won't be so new 
anymore. So maybe uh, people will become more aware that <laughs> they have to to somehow deal with their resources and how they use their day and that taking selfies might not be the most fulfilling activity <laughs> for all ages. But the basic mechanisms and the, this tendency that you will see more justified reasons for your own selfies and less justified for the selfies of others, I think this will will remain the same because this all goes back to, to basic psychological mechanism and human needs and I don't think this will change so quickly. <laughs> We're back. What do we learn? How do we feel? I feel validated because this study makes a lot of sense to me. It put into words what I couldn't convey, which is that it's true. I do feel embarrassed for other people taking selfies because I'm like, you look kind of silly. You're trying really hard. And when I take a selfie, I'm like, Psh, I'm, I'm being funny. Like, I'm not doing this because I look hot or something. I'm doing this for my own self-worth and also because I'm like, funny. I'm funny. And mm -hmm. now I'm like, wait, does everyone think that? Is that what the people who I see who are doing the hot face are thinking? Like, they're like, I'm making, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was talking about the, um, the fundamental attribution error. Also, something that I had to learn in my dumb college classes, but this is interesting, that any, like, behavior that you perceive as negative, when you see someone else do it, you tend to be like, they did that because they're a bad person. But when you yourself do it, you're like, I did that because of the specific circumstances I was in. Like, right. I had to do it. See, I never whatever. took psychology 101 ever. <laughs> I somehow did not have to do that class. So every time we talk about these things, I'm like, whoa, crazy, mind blown. But I do feel like that's so accurate because this applies to another situation, which is people on the subway, just like if they do something annoying, like take up too much room or like put their bag on the seat or something mm -hmm. I'm like wow you suck yeah like what's wrong with you yeah and then I'll when I'm in a situation where like I have a really heavy bag or multiple bags or like I'll put them on the seat and <laughs> in my mind I justify it like I need to do this I'm sorry like I'll move it if I have to but like I need this right now right yeah I'm yeah. not a bad person I just need this right now right yeah that was part of the paradox the other part of the paradox was that everybody takes selfies everybody had reasons one reason or another that they're taking selfies because they like them because it helps them with their self-image because like they were in a historical landmark and they needed to record it whatever but they also like 82 percent of people said that they would like to see fewer selfies in their feed and then just to like triple down on how confusing that is in the book that alicia wrote she quotes this study that yahoo labs and like the georgia institute of technology did where they looked at a million instagram photos and they found that human faces are 38% more likely to get likes and 23% more likely to get comments regardless of the age or gender of the person um, because images of people's faces are like very engaging. It's I mean, that's similar so to looking into their eyes in person. Anecdotally, I've noticed that like mm -hmm. on my own Instagram, I don't, I'm not an artsy photographer at all. So it's not like I take a picture of a plant and it's like, this is beautiful. This is the rule of thirds. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but if I did take a picture of something like that, 
it gets like zero likes. Like I'm posting it purely for my own self-satisfaction. Whereas if I post a picture of myself, I know it's at least going to do okay. Mm -hmm. I think part of it is like it's nice to look in someone's face and part of it is that I feel more obliged to like yes, someone's picture Yes, that's true too. Like when I see someone post a picture of themselves and they clearly tried and I'm friends with them, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I should like this. It, sometimes I really do like it, but other times I'm like, oh, I'm just going to. Yeah. All right, I'll throw you a like. Well, so walk it back to selfies in public specifically. Do you think your opinion on public selfies has changed or pretty much stayed the same? I think whenever I see someone taking a public selfie, I'm going to think to myself, like, I'm, it's going to stick out to me in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a thing I notice. I'm going to think about it. But what I'm going to try to do is think about this bias I have and remind myself, like, I take selfies in public sometimes, too. Yeah. And they're not doing this because they're a bad person or because they think they look really hot. Or even if even if both of those things are true, it doesn't matter. Like, I take selfies in public, too. I yeah. shouldn't be judging them. I have a bias. That's it. <laughs> Great. I think I'm going to feel, like, overwhelming waves of affection towards anyone that I see taking selfies in public <laughs> You're like, can now. I get in that selfie? Yeah. Can I be in it with you? Yeah. Wait, that actually happens in the book, too. Oh, my God. I'm spoiling the book. Yeah, geez. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Caitlin Alicia. loves this book. I devoured it. So I think we did answer the question of why we care if someone sees us taking selfies in public. I agree. I think if we had to thank anyone or anything for the way this episode wrapped up so cleanly, it would be um, my note taking skills. It's true. Caitlin really took a lot of notes. <laughs> I benefited from it, and Andrew benefited from it, and Caitlin benefited from her own hard work. If we're going to go back a step further, we should thank everyone at Cornell University who did not want to be friends with me. Okay, well, that's it for us. <laughs> we'll see you. Oh, email us at button at the Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.